This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it. it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Oh, is it Friday yet? Yes, I believe it is. Happy Friday. Welcome inside Major Mortgage Man Cave, Jason Walker Show, and a big show coming up today. We have Dr. Ian Smith joining us. You ask why? Well, because he's a doctor, and people are, uh, you know, they've been inside their homes for a long time, quarantined, stayed home, shelter in place, whatever. People are gaining weight. How do you uh, how do you cure those cravings? Doctor Smith will uh, will break it down for us. Also going to be joined uh, by Bob Valvano. Yes, you uh, know him as uh, Bobby V on the radio and a great college basketball analyst. He will join us coming up in about fifteen minutes. And uh, looking forward to chat- chatting with Bobby V. And we've had some Twitter um, conversations, I'll say, and. Uh, Politics aside, we're going to talk um, about sports or lack thereof with Bobby V. So there you go. Uh, also, maybe some more trivia for Gil Brand cards, or we, we might wait till next week so uh, to get that in. But uh, congratulations to uh, um, our winner of uh, one of our trivia contests. Gets a mini Cowboys hat autographed by Gil Brandt. Uh, the first ever Montanan drafted. In the NFL, 1938 in the second round was Milt Popovich out of uh, Butte. So uh, congratulations to uh, Benny. He uh, he is our winner of that. And uh, congratulations. So there you go. All right, let's get started. We got On This Day in History coming up. We also are going to debut a new thing. And if it works, we're going to have it more. But Merrick Parnell, he is the, uh, uh, he's the uh, athletic director up at Power, or activities director up at Power. And... Uh, He's a huge movie buff. So Merrick did a movie review for us of what to watch while you're quarantined or stay at home or just whatever. Um, today he's going to talk about like three or four um, great hockey movies that we can watch. Okay? So that's coming up uh, a little bit later on. But we begin today with some terrible news that came out yesterday, I think like right after we got off the air. But the East-West Shrine game has been canceled. And... It was scheduled for July 18th, Billings, at uh, Herkland Field on, on the, the campus of Rocky. But um, the COVID-19 pandemic has just caused a wreck in so many different ways. And for us as a sports talk show, mostly, um, obviously we, we don't talk about sports happening. This was going to be the 74th, but uh, the decision quote, was based on the latest information provided by the Centers for Disease Control and directives by the state of Montana. Now, yes, the state of Montana is going to slowly start opening up on Sunday with churches and then Monday with certain retail stores, but that's just phase one, and we don't know how long phase one is going to be. We don't know how long phase, or when phase two starts and how long that's going to be. And then you get to phase three, and we have no idea. We still don't know if college football and the NFL are going to actually happen on time this fall, late summer into the fall. But the Shrine game is one of the absolute greatest things that I've ever gone to in my life. And the seniors that play in this, you know, there's generations of families that have played in the Shrine game. And it's just awesome. I've been to a couple, and they recognize cheerleaders. It's just a fantastic deal. And 
they've raised in, in the last what ten years over a million dollars for for Shriners uh, hospitals. I mean, this is just a fun game that unfortunately isn't going to happen this year. They're still going to recognize the roster, the, the players on the roster, and the cheerleaders as well. But it's a tough deal. But what can you do? And you know, you're you're at a point where you either have to cancel stuff. Or it's too late, and we just don't know when is going to be too late or when it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's just nobody knows. So there you go. No Shrine game this year. There are now seven states that have not yet canceled spring sports. Connecticut, Delaware, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Vermont, all on the East Coast, and then North Dakota, our neighbor to the East. And I'm really surprised that North uh, uh, New York actually hasn't canceled spring sport, and, or New Jersey for that matter, because that's a you know epicenter. But thirty or forty-three states have canceled, including Montana, which we know you know Wednesday canceled finally. But not having the East-West Shrine game is is hard. They're going to be back in Billings next year, hopefully. There was another cancellation yesterday that. The Calgary Stampede was not going to happen this year. This summer, set for the what first uh, 10 or 11 days in July, somewhere around there, no Calgary Stampede or Calgary Stampede. And before we talk about the cancellation, I have been told it is Calgary. I got ripped by people I used to work with for saying Calgary all the time. People from Canada say Calgary or Calgary. When we talked to Keith Sell, longtime Helena Legion baseball guru, a couple of weeks ago, remember he said he grew up in Canada, and he actually said Calgary. So I'm not wrong. So people that want to give me a hard time for saying Calgary instead of Calgary, um, I'll be nice and just say, deal. Anyway, the Calgary Stampede uh, was canceled because the chief medical officer of health of Alberta has banned all gatherings of more than 15 people for an indefinite period of time in the city of Calgary. He's declared a state of local emergency. So can't have the stampede. And this is, this is hard for the rodeo world, which we're going to start talking a lot about next week because... More rodeos are getting canceled. Now, the Calgary Stampede, that money that was that's won was going to start being added into the PRCA money standings. And now, I mean, you're going to – there's a lot of cowboys and cowgirls that are going to suffer this summer. Absolutely, because they don't have it. They don't have their lifeblood, which is rodeo. And there are a ton – of rodeos getting canceled in, in Calgary Stampede. I know that Belt wants to get going, and as of now, the Belt Rodeo in July or in June that kicks off the Montana PRCA season. Livingston Roundup uh, in July still planned right now. I believe Hardin has canceled. The Bighorn Rodeo has already canceled. But I mean, keep an eye on this. This is we're going to lose rodeos, and the Last Chance Stampede. As of now, is still a go. I will, I will be, oh, man. We'll see how many rodeos and fairs and stampedes continue this summer. My guess is not many. And losing the Calgary Stampede, I mean, we lost Rodeo Houston, and that kind of kick-started the whole thing. Rodeo Houston was one of the very first things to cancel. And they were in the middle of it. And then we saw the NBA and everything else after that fall into place starting in you know that, that same week in March. But rodeo is going to get hit hard and hit more hard than a lot of other sports. Okay, If Legion baseball doesn't happen, it sucks for the kids and the coaches and everything, but that's not a moneymaker. Okay? If... You know, we lose the Gov Cup, which sucks for the Caring Foundation. It sucks for, you know, the Gov Cup. 
but that's not a moneymaker for people. Okay? Rodeo depends. Rodeo athletes depend on rodeos to make money, to get up and down the road. So keep an eye on this. It'll be very, very interesting. And the Calgary Stampede is a huge, huge loss this year. Uh, what else did we want to chat about uh, before we uh, move on? Oh, Flathead High named uh, basketball coaches today. Congratulations to um, Dirk Johnsrud, who is a longtime assistant. He'll coach the Brave Boys. And then Sam Tudor, who won a couple of state championships at Big Fork and then abruptly quit, retired last year, resigned, uh, is going to get back into the coaching. He's going to coach the Cal- or Flathead Girls, the Bravettes. So uh, congratulations to Flathead. It's got its coaches. So there you go. Uh, let's see. We have uh, Dr. Ian Smith coming up a little bit later on today. We have On This Day in History, Merrick Parnell's movie r- review. And it's pretty good. I- I've watched it. It's pretty good. You're going to like it. Uh, but we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, I want to uh, chat. With, we're going to chat with Bob Valvano and get his thoughts on the virtual NFL draft. How has he had to change how to cover a sports show? He's very active on Twitter. We're going to talk about that. You can also go to my Facebook page or my Twitter page at Jason Walker Sports. And I made the I made so I put this up today and I firmly believe this that after watching Frozen and Frozen 2 nearly every day for the last 5 6 7 weeks whatever however long we've been stuck at home why is all the focus on Elsa? I know she's the queen but it's Anna that literally saves the day twice. So why are we focused on Elsa so much? And why is Elsa getting all the, you know, she's got all the clothes, she's got all, all of that. There's never hardly any Anna stuff. And my buddy Adam put up, Anna's a better singer too. I literally said that to my wife yeah, uh, last night. Kristen Stewart, no, not Stewart, what's her name? Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell is a much better singer than Idina Menzel, who's supposedly this great Broadway singer. But anyway, you can go there uh, and let me know your thoughts. Why does why who's better, Anna or Elsa? We'll ask Bobby V that too. Okay, <laughs> just see, we talk about a lot of different things when there's no sports. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Bob Valvano joins us next here on the Jason Walker Show. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. 
Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. During this time of uncertainty and stay-at-home orders, Dinners Done Right wants to remind you that they're still open. Just go to dinnersdoneright.com, place your order, and then pick it up for dinner that night, or plan ahead and order for the weekend. It's easy. Visit dinnersdoneright.com, register, pick your meals, then pick them up. Or stop in and grab meals out of the front freezer. Dinner's Done Right's taking extra precautions with extra cleanings going on with every piece of equipment and personnel. Dinner's Done Right thanks you for your continued support. And may we all stay safe and healthy during this time. I'm done with this. Thinking about trying something new? The Montana Air National Guard has so many exciting career fields to choose from. Many that can open up opportunities in your civilian life. The best part? You'll be getting paid to learn a new trade skill right here at home. What are you waiting for? Let's get you in school and get you paid. Contact Lee Fecto at 406-788-8962. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop records, you'll find store-wide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find store-wide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Jason Walker Show. All right, welcome back on a finally Friday. Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Dr. Ian Smith coming up. Also on this day in history and Merrick's movie review. Find out what to watch under quarantine. I want to bring in my first guest on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. You know him as a distinguished radio show host uh, with ESPN. Also, um, great college basketball analyst. And a huge part of the V Foundation, which we'll chat about as well. But it's you and me, and now Bobby V as Bob Valvano joins us. How are you, sir? Listen, how are you? Thank you. You called a minute ago, letting the people behind the scenes here, big time at uh, talk radio. But uh, and I said, give me a minute. I have to tell you the truth. I was I just got back from picking up carry out food, and I was in the midst of uh, washing everything from my elbows to the tips of my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> The containers were clean, so that's what I was doing. So I, I thank you for indulging me that extra minute or two. Oh, no, I, I no, not a problem, uh, sir. I appreciate uh, you being able to join us. And we've had some interesting chats on the Twitter. Um, we're not going to chat politics, but you're very big on Twitter. And it, how much has that helped your radio career? Well, you know, it's one of those weird things. I didn't, I was, I was, I like to write longer things and I almost used Facebook as, as a blog and I wrote really long stuff and people say, why are you writing down like on Facebook? And I was like, what, what are you worried about? You think we're going to run out of, of, uh, you know, web space? Don't read it if you don't want to read it. It's, it's free. I'm not charging you any money. So I, I was big there, but I wasn't really big on Twitter because, you know, as you know, if you listen to my show, I can't say hello and, 280 characters, I mean, let alone make a point. So I didn't do much with Twitter, but I'll be honest with you. Our business is what it is. And people in Bristol where I, you know, one of the hats I wear working for the folks in Bristol, that was a big thing. They wanted you to have followers. So I said, all right, well, I guess I got to do stuff on Twitter. So I started to do everything on Twitter. I mean, what I put on Twitter, it could be across the, anywhere on the spectrum. I put Recipes on Twitter, mm-hmm. my, my take on what's going on in current events, basketball analysis, something goofy that my son said or my wife said, or and and so I just did it, and people decided to follow. They did. I really I don't like politics at all. I hate politics, in fact. But when I see stuff that goes on that just defies common sense, I just have a hard time just sitting there and saying, "Well, 
I can't really point out that two and two doesn't equal five because somebody might think I, you know, don't like the president or I don't like the governor. And I'm like, no, folks, two and two doesn't equal five. I mean, you gotta, somebody's gotta say that. And so that's how I get drunk. But then you, you know that yourself from your own yep. experience. You, you can't just say that. If you say that, people want to ascribe all sorts of motives to you that you, you don't have. And so then you wind up getting drawn into it anyway. But, uh, it, it, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know about you, and I'm dead serious about this. Our governor, I live in Kentucky. Our governor has talked about you got to step away from the computer, step away from the phone. And he is right. Because I'm telling you, I had about three sleepless nights about two weeks ago. I'm not trying to internalize this. I don't have the disease. So please don't think I'm being melodramatic. But it was really hard to put it down because people were, I mean, willing to just bash each other over the head of yeah. uh, over this thing. And it's hard enough. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, it's like where you are. It's, we're, we're still, you know, safe at home or self, whatever you want to call it. We're staying in our homes, basically. The yeah. other only essential businesses are open. Everything else is closed. And it's tough. It is tough. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it, he's done a great job, I think, our governor talking about it. But, boy, if you say anything that just um, – doesn't resonate with what somebody's personal opinion is, whether they have facts yeah. to back it up or not, they're ready to throw down. Bob Valvano, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. How has not having sports to talk about changed what you talk about? Well, I hope this isn't going to you – know, your listeners don't know me, so I'm afraid they're going to get off and think I'm even more of an idiot than I am, so I don't want to give them the wrong impression. But, I mean, our show – has always been a little goofy. And that's, I don't mean goofy like just completely silly, but I mean, I always viewed it as, uh, I always find more interesting talking to people that the organic way a conversation flows rather than trying to, you know, shoehorn things in there. I'm not the guy you want to tune into to find out who the backup tackle is going to be this week for, for the Bengals. I, I just said, that's going to be healthy. Is ankle okay? I don't know. To be honest, I don't care. So, I, you know, but what we talk about anything, when it's a big sports topic, we'll talk about it. But when it's other things, we'll talk about those things. And I just found out, I know this is kind of rude, it's like talking money at a party, but I'm just, I think it's a significant way to answer your question. We just, my son and I got together and said, look, let's just try and do two things. We start every show. We talk maybe 15 minutes to a half hour on the coronavirus because, you know, we learned in Bristol, you play the hits. Yep. And that means you talk about what people are talking about. And I, again, I don't know what it is where you are, but everybody's talking about it here. And so to make believe it's not going on, it's like, you know, the proverbial 600-pound gorilla in the room. It seems kind of stupid. So we talk about it. And if there's some things I stumble upon that I think are interesting, gee, I didn't know that. I try and pass that on. And, and then we move on from there. And then we've done things like we did Voices of the Game for two weeks. We had all play-by-play voices from all around the country, big and small, join us. This week we did Hall of Fame week. Everybody who was on was a Hall of Famer, I guess. And they and I got a call from the vice president of our station the other day. So here it comes. They're definitely saying, look, you know, we're out of money. you got to <laughs> not work anymore. <laughs> and he said, he said, congratulations. He said, that's the best book you've had here in like eight years. Oh, wow. So I was like, yeah. So I said, okay, well, then, you know what? That's what I said to Nick. I said, you know, not everybody gets what we're doing. Not everybody wants to get what we're doing. There's never been a host in the history of radio or television that has pleased everybody who's turned in to listen to them or talk to them. So we do, we're doing the best we can. A show that we think is a is an entertaining and informative show will do the best of our ability. And if you don't like it, then there's you know there's other stations out there. But uh, that's all you can do after all. It's all said and done, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, absolutely agree with you. And you know, I've only been doing talk radio for or well talk show for a little over a year now. But I've been in the business. I've done you know as a DJ, and I was a play by play guy until November and. Um, you know, there's lots of different things, but you know, I grew up listening. Well, I, I don't want to say I don't want to make you feel that old, but I grew up listening to your show. I've been listening to it uh, over the years. But then you look at shows like Dan Patrick, and it's just, just like you mentioned. I mean, you're talking about you have to talk about the the this current events that are literally everywhere across the world, and then you have sports and you have pop culture, and I think it's a great mix if you can do an entire show and fit everything in. And still have fun doing it. Well, I, you kind of summed it up. And, and you, we let it go where it wants to go. Some days there'll be more sports stuff. Some days there'll be less sports stuff. Some days it'll be a more pop culture thing. There was news last week on the COVID-19 that there was one day where like seven things broke. And so we spent well, basically the whole first hour talking about it because that was the normal course of conversation. I mean, I don't know. Most, it's very interesting when, you know, Tony Kornheiser and Mike Wilbon, where guys I really like and, and I've enjoyed them for a long time, but most of us don't live 
where there's a little clock in our conversation where I'm talking to somebody and the bell rings. Well, we're not talking about that anymore. Let's go to something else. You know, you talk until the topic runs out. So that's kind of how we kind of let our show go organically when the topics change when they change. Bob Valvano, our guest here, Jason Walker Show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, so I put this up on social media today, and I don't know if you've seen Frozen and Frozen 2 yet, but it's a big topic in my house because I have an almost two-year-old, and we've watched those two movies literally every day since the middle of March. <laughs> Why does Elsa, Bob, get all the credit when Anna's the one that actually saves the day twice? Well, you're talking to the wrong guy. I haven't seen either one of them, so you're talking really? it's not out of like some protest, but I have not. Uh, my old, my young, my youngest child's 24. Yeah, but and so uh, my wife's you know, 32. She likes it. <laughs> well, well, no, my my son. That's funny. Say that because the kid who's 24 and my older son, who actually produces my show, is 30, and they both saw it and said, "Oh, you have to see it. it's right now." <laughs> so um, okay, so I guess it's great. But I, 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 that's one pop culture reference I can't weigh in on. I see that's why our show is so good though, because my son knows a little bit about everything. And so I should get him, uh, we should co- we should conference him in right now. I promise you oh, that'd be great. a lot of opinions on that. We should call Nick and tell him to weigh in on that. <laughs> well, what have you been watching, Bob? I have been doing, uh, I'm, not, I'm a bit of an odd duck. I, um, I, uh, I'm a very, very big uh, sports game collector and player. And I don't know if anybody knows what those are. Not uh, they, They're games that the players, they, 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 take famous and uh, actual teams and they create um, a way where you can play them on uh, using dice or cards or whatever. They're based on the statistics of the player. And so I put together, you know, famous little tournaments. I want to see what would happen if we put the best team from the eighties with the best team at the nineties and the best team in the talks and let's see how that would play out. So I've had a bunch of fun things going on. Uh, I, I actually designed some games for a while and, I designed a basketball game called High Scorer, and we took what would have been, in my opinion, the 68 team tournament this year. Now, nobody really released the bracket, so I did one based on Mike DeCourcy and Joe Lenardi, and I think there's one other source, and I put them all together and averaged them out, and I put a bracket together, and then I played the thing out, and we played it out. And, you know, it's nice when people get it. I was, I'm not suggesting it's a, it's a game. It, and, and, and like any game, if it's rooted in some sense of statistical realism, I mean, if you play the actual tournament 10 times, you might very well, and it's no exaggeration, have gotten 10 different winners this year. I mean, that's how close teams were. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying this was the be all and end all, but my tournament had Florida State beat Kansas in the championship game. And what's fun about it is because I've got to do so many ACC games for my broadcasting. I said, wouldn't it be funny if we could get Leonard Hamilton to come on, the coach at Florida State? So, you know, we did it. We did it as a contest. You know, most stations have a thing where people can pick a bracket. So they got to pick the bracket. And uh, we did it with my little simulation. And the last day when we released the Florida State one, he said, now joining us on like our hotline, wherever it is, like yours, is the head coach for Florida State, Leonard Hamilton. Leonard, congratulations. That was good. <laughs> and he did the interview as if he just won the championship. It was very funny, very fun. And so, I've done that, and I like to watch a lot of documentaries and historical uh, films. But if you want to talk about like modern stuff, I've probably watched every episode of Shit's Creek four times. I think that's a fantastic show. And um, my wife is very much into uh, the detective shows, the murder detectives. Mm. Like I don't know how you could run out of them because it seems like they just clone them in, in Britain and in Australia, especially. But she's watched almost all of them, and so I've watched a bunch of them as well. So um, that's kind of how I've occupied my time. My wife is the same. She's big into that forensic file stuff, and uh, I'm worried because we just got married a few years ago, and then she went and got life insurance on me last year. So I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not saying that anything's wrong, but you know, she uh, she likes those shows a lot. <laughs> She's trying to figure out how to beat the system. That's a little nerve wracking. Well, she said she said the big thing is to keep out for you know don't leave you don't leave blood, hair, or semen, and then you're good to go. Well, that's a good tip for all you listeners out there. I've I've had my own bit of odd circumstances. Every day I do my show, I come upstairs into the bedroom because we have two dogs. One is silent, never barks. The other one barks incessantly, and we have a cat of all things who I left the door open one day and she immediately jumps up where I'm sitting on the bed and starts, I mean, at the top of her little cat lungs, 
meowing into the microphone on the air. So uh, and the only place I can do it is in the bedroom with the door closed. And my wife is a teacher. So she's down in the lower level teaching in the kitchen to our students. Well, there was a top of the hour break. So I went downstairs. I went to get something to drink. And I just happened to walk in at the tail end of a math problem she was doing. And she said, okay, so how do you get to an 11? And I don't know. I just yelled from the back room. I always thought it was some combination of looks and personality, but that's just me. And she immediately asked me to leave. And eh, some people, I'm not new math. I don't uh, know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's, it's everybody working from home has created some unusual situations, I'll tell you. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of divorces and a lot of babies born uh, in that's nine months. So. I, I was thinking the other way. The, 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 uh, the uh, obstetricians are going to be extremely busy, busy from uh, nine or so months from now. I think there's yep. no question. Yep, exactly. Uh, Bob Salvano joining us. You're big uh, uh, still into the V Foundation, obviously, and uh, as we switch it to a, a couple of serious questions, but that has been one foundation that everybody in the country or the world has uh, has really gotten behind over the years. And, of course, with the, the ESPN connection, that definitely helps as well. But um, what still needs to be done? Well, I mean, it's one of those good news, bad news things. I mean, in, in terms of bad news, it still is wreaking havoc with so many people's lives. Um, I'm sure many of your listeners have, uh, and maybe in your own life. I mean, it, it, it's, I think that you talk about it resonating with people. I think that's one of the reasons why. There's some other diseases out there, certainly worthy, worthy of our support and our research. But, I mean, I, I do speeches, and I'll ask people, okay, raise your hand if you haven't at all been affected by cancer in your family, circle of family or friends or relatives. And I've gone to auditoriums of two, three, four hundred people. Nobody raised their hand. That's the whole point. Everybody is affected by it. So they can relate to that. I mean, the speech... I don't think it's immodest because I'm not the one who gave it. He's, he gave it. But, right. I mean, I think that speech has taken its place with, like, Lou Gehrig's speech. Of, you know, I, I, then I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. You, you talk to people, and they, you know, I run into people all the time who like to tell me, that, oh, that speech, I watch it, I watch it regularly. I, I showed my kids, which that really resonates with me because there's a bunch of kids that know the speech that, you know, weren't, weren't even born or were just born when Jim gave it at the ESPYs and weren't, certainly weren't born their parents probably weren't even married when he won the championship in 1983. I mean, the years pile up in a hurry. So it's a message that just resonates because it connects with everybody. Everybody has challenges in their lives. Everybody's faced a situation one way or another where they just feel like, I don't know if I can get through this. And his message is very simple. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. And so, as I said, good news, bad is the bad news is we haven't, I haven't wiped it out, but the good news is if you listen, and I, you know, I'm more well-versed now probably in cancer than I may have chosen to be because we sit in on these meetings and listen to the doctors. They are doing unbelievable things. I mean, I don't know, 25 years ago, I guess it would be, maybe a little bit more than that, maybe 35 or 40 years ago now. If you, if you had certain types of breast cancer, it was probably a four in five chance you weren't going to survive five years. And prostate cancer was pretty much the same thing. And both of those have completely flipped. Right now, that same type of cancer, you have probably an 80% survival rate in, in both of them. And so uh, that's, that's you know, it's saving lives. And it's, it's not only prolonging lives, it's prolonging the quality of life that yep. people have. That's another thing. I mean, it's just to have a person live with cancer miserably for six, uh, seven years, and that's not a life for them or their family. But through different therapies and treatments, these people have been living. Uh, I, I remember that conversation I had when, when Jim was really sick. And, and, you know, he was sick, sick. I mean, there's no question we know how serious it was. And yet he was still doing games for ESPN. He went and made a speech and he was, he was doing, it was like, you know, I was on the phone with him. He was telling me about this, this calendar of events that he had. So a lot of which centered around cancer and trying to get cancer research funded or whatever. And, um, and I said, my God, I, seriously, should you be doing all this? And he said, let me ask you a question. I said, well, he said, what would you like me to do? He said, do you, I mean, when you get this, you're faced with a simple question. Do I choose to live or do I choose to just wait around and die? And I'm choosing to live. And I thought, you know, he wouldn't say it nasty, but I thought well, that's really profound because ultimately that's what we all face, really, when you get up in the morning, don't you? You only have you have the same number of seconds and minutes in a day than I do. And the, the only that you can't negotiate that. I can't negotiate that. But the only thing we can do is, make a decision, what are we going to do with those minutes? What are you going to do with those minutes and seconds and hours? And so he decided he was going to do as much as he could with as many different people as he could until 
he couldn't anymore. And, um, and so I think that's probably a good way for us to live every day. You know, that, that famous part about every day you should think and laugh and cry. Well, that's probably a good challenge if you're in perfect health, if you're in failing health, or if you're somewhere in the middle. So um, I think a lot of it, a lot of good came out of his passing, but I mean, I'd love, I'd much prefer to have him here. Um, you know, it's very close. He was the funniest human being I've ever been around. I mean, he would make the most mundane situations fall over your, fall out of your chair laughing. Um, but, um, you know, I'm so, and I'm so sad. He, he has, although he wouldn't know it, five grandchildren. He passed before any of them were born. He would have been a great grandfather. I mean, I, you know, all those things go through my head. And it's very sad. But um, I also know that I think he's really made life better for a lot of people with his message. And I think the V Foundation, uh, excuse me, has done over $250 million worth of fundraising and funded research scientists literally all across the country and a few brick-and-mortar things as well. There's a Jim Valvano Day Hospital at Duke University for cancer patients that work as, you know, goes outpatients, outpatient treatment. So I think, um, the, you know, that's what keeps me going a little bit is why this man got taken from us so soon. But, um, you know, Clyde Drexler said something to me once. I don't know. You might know this story because I've told it so often. I, it was really kind of touching, but it was kind of shocking. I, I've only interviewed him maybe, maybe this would have been the, might have been the only time. So I don't want to make it sound like, you know, Clyde and I were hanging out over a few beers or something. It was just a, an interview. And we got to talking, and, and believe me, that game that Houston lost, for people listening don't know, was very, very painful for a lot of them. I mean, Jim Nance to this day, because he was a Houston alum, I mean, he still is a little <laughs> chilly with me because I'm serious. He's very polite and cordial, but there's a part of him that's like, man, you don't know how much that hurt. That was a great team. They never won a national championship, five slam a jammer. They were rolling. They looked great. They played great. And they lost as a big favorite against NC State. And, and Drexler said to me, you know, he's thought about that game obviously a lot. He said, I really do think we had the better team. If we played 10 times, we might win nine. He said, but if we win that day, your brother becomes just another guy who died of early death because, unfortunately, of cancer. And it's sad, but I don't know if it has the impact. But when he won that game, he became for the whole country Jimmy V. And then when he got sick, it was the Jimmy V Foundation. And he became a guy that ESPN would want in their family. And ESPN's been unbelievable. Their support for this. They have, you know, again, I, I know it's a little bit like a company man because I work for them, but you like them or hate them, fine, debate whatever you want. But their sincerity about trying to raise money for cancer is indisputable. They've been phenomenal. And he said, if, if all of that doesn't happen, you know, there is no Jimmy V. There is no Jimmy V Foundation. There is not all these lives that have been impacted by that. So I think there was a greater force at work that day. And I don't know, that's, could be wow. a great player. Just could be just a great player rationalizing a very disappointing loss. I mean, I, that's possible too, but um, maybe there's something to that because I think what he says is probably true. And so uh, that's the way I kind of ease my pain as well as saying, well, you know, he went much too early and I miss him, but um, he's making, uh, he's, he's a lot, his, the way he lived his life and the way he passed anyway with Stuart Scott, the way they yeah. took it on head on is, is making a positive difference in a lot of other people's lives. And that's a, a nice legacy to leave behind. That is very true. Uh, running short on time here, uh, Bob, but I wanted to ask you this. Does football, NFL, or college start on time this year? I, I don't see how. I mean, I know well, we're in very different parts of the country, but you know, that's the problem. You can't just play in a little fishbowl in one corner of the country. It's mm -hmm. got to be everywhere. And I, I mean, I, would you feel comfortable going with a hundred thousand other people into the big house and seeing a game right now? I don't think I would. No, and, no. and, and, you know, and I'm not even sure campus is going to be open yet. You know, not Gene Smith at Ohio state made a great point. He said, let me get this straight. We're going to tell the general public. We don't think it's safe for you to come and sit next to each other and watch, but it's okay for us to take our young men and have them diving in giant piles on top of each other with sweat, you know, pouring on top of each other. Guys, believe leading and everything goes on in the football game, that's a hard sell. It's a very hard sell for presidents. So, I, I mean, I think if they play, I think it's a 50-50 chance they play, but I, I think there's a 0% chance they play with fans. And I think the NFL has more of a chance to play because they are, you know, they really rely on their TV contracts. So as long as they're playing games and they're televised, they'll, they'll take a little hit from the gate receipt, but not as much. But colleges, Man, they live for those gate receipts in college to game day. And so if they can't play with fans, I don't think they're going to think it's worth it to play. So they'll either push it to the spring or uh, cancel it all together. But I just can't see them playing with fans. I don't see how that's practical. I'd love to be proven wrong, but yeah, I, just, I, don't see I, I just don't see it.
Well, and, you know, this week Cal State Fullerton came out and said they're not going to allow students on campus this fall. So that affects then into basketball season as well because you can't have basketball with nobody on campus. Well, I mean, I, to be honest with you, and I hope this doesn't sound too self-serving, you know, as I said, we start the show. I, I, I like to think, and I, I'm pretty confident saying I would start the show talking about this stuff anyway because I think it's that important. Whether you like it or I like it or anybody likes it, we all have a role in this drama. You know, we're all we're all participants. We're not spectators. We're all participants in this one. So the only way you can make good decisions is to keep yourself informed. So trying to keep myself informed. But selfishly, i got to tell you, to your point, Jason, I mean, if they don't play and we get to the winter and they cancel basketball games, I mean, I'll be – and I'm not alone, but I believe me, I'm not insensitive. I know many of you listening are probably going through it. I mean, that's my career. I mean, I, I do Louisville games. I do games for ESPN radio, and if both those things are taken off the table, I mean, two-thirds of my income goes out the window, and who's to say that the last third of it doing this local radio show continues? Because at some point, the, the, the management may say, well, while well, you enjoyed your eggplant parmesan recipe, you know, we can't keep paying you to do that. There's no sports to talk about, so you can take this story walking, too. So it's tough. It's tough for everybody. So I'm, I have a vested interest that we hopefully can put this behind us, but, but it's, uh, it's getting – Seems to be pretty hard to get on top of, doesn't it? It absolutely does. Hey, man, I appreciate you joining us. It's been a pleasure. And like I said, I've listened to you for a long, long time. And, you know, like I opened it up, it's it's you and me and Bobby V. And um, that was a great open, by the way. That was the Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. That's who that was. Oh, is that who it was? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you and yeah. me and Bobby V. <laughs> um, but I appreciate it. And uh, stay safe, man, and uh, hopefully we can get you on uh, in the fall and winter and talk some real sports soon. I'd look forward to it. Thanks for having me. You can be safe out there as well. Thanks, Bob. That is Bob Valvano joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. What a great, uh, great guy, and he's done so much, and a great radio host, and great analyst, and we didn't even talk about that. He just, man, you could, he could talk forever, and uh, I'd listen to him. Bobby V, man. Uh, appreciate him coming on. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We have Merrick's uh, movie review coming up and also going to be joined by Dr. Ian Smith next. He'll talk about how to cure those cravings that we're all having. This last segment brought to you by our friends at Rockers Furniture. We're coming right back. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner, so now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check out out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. 
All right, final segment on a... What is today? Friday! Uh, on this day in history, Merrick's movie review and much more still to come. But uh, earlier this week, I had a chance to talk with uh, Dr. Ian Smith. He's got a book out. It's called. Uh, it's about how to crave or cure your cravings and, and how to basically not to get super overweight during the quarantine. Not unhealthy. Or not healthy. What? Anyway, he's going to talk about it as he joins us now here on the Jason Walker Show. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm living the dream and uh, staying stay safe and washing my hands. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm great, man. I was in Montana uh, this past summer, actually. Oh, First very, time. very nice. What'd you think? Uh, I loved it. I loved it. We did a, a trip. I was for my 50th birthday. I had uh, five states left to hit, and Montana was one of them. So we. We flew out to South Dakota, rented a car, and drove around. <laughs> Very nice. So you, uh, well, you drove through Eastern Montana first, which is not the best part of the state. And did you get to Western Montana? Because that's the most beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was all beautiful. Honestly, I, you know, I live in a city, so I what? thought it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Very big, true. Big skies. It was great. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Ian Smith joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. All right, you've got a book out, which I want to talk about here in a second, but. You are a doctor. Uh, COVID nineteen is is the coronavirus fifteen more worse to put on than the freshman fifteen when you go to college that we hear about all the time? <laughs> yeah, you know the actual truth is that there's the freshman fifteen is really not fifteen. It's probably about five or six pounds. What we call it the freshman fifteen, and people are talking now about the COVID fifteen or the quarantine fifteen. But a lot of people, unfortunately, are, you know, people are stressed out. They turn to stress eating. Mm-hmm. People are gaining weight. And we, we don't know how long we're going to be in this kind of sheltered in place, not business as usual kind of situation. So my whole attitude is, hey, guys, let's make the most of the situation. we got to be home. Let's do the best. So in Mind Over Weight, my new book, I talk about ways to make your environment work for you. How do you find your motivation? How do you curb your cravings? Uh, how do you boost your confidence? And then... Uh, how do you actually take your environment and, you know, avoid stress eating, avoid, you know, emotional eating, these kind of things that we tend to do mindlessly? How do we avoid doing that and instead do just the opposite and uh, knock a few pounds off uh, while we're in this situation? Mind Overweight is the book, and I have to ask you this. So is intermittent fasting a good diet? It's, a, it, it's not necessarily a diet, but it's, a, it's an eating strategy. And, yeah, absolutely. This is one of the strategies that actually where the popular trends actually meet the science. A lot of times you get these popular trends and, you know, there's no science behind them or they're, they're really hazardous. But this is something that's been proven, been studied really well, well documented. There are different types of intermittent fasting, so you have to find the one that's right for you. Some are a little more extreme than the others. And, and that's why in my book I talk about how do you – chapter three is how do you find the right plan? So many people think that because they heard that someone else did something, that their friend, you know, lost weight or their loved one, when in actuality, no one diet works for everybody. And so intermittent fasting is one of those programs that can work for a lot of people, but you got to find the right schedule for yourself. And in my book, I take you through the steps of how do you find that. Dr. Ian Smith joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, one of the, the big talking points is, is cravings. How do you curb your cravings because they can hit at any time and it could be first thing in the morning it could be when you're sitting around and a lot of us sitting at home doing nothing or or working from home and you know that that food is accessible you you get those just the cravings whether it's salty sweet whatever it is how do you curb those yeah well actually chapter four of mind overweight is dedicated completely to craving trust your cravings and the reason is because all of us get them but I explain in the chapter that cravings are temporary, by the way. They are chemically mediated. Dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter in our brain, is released when we are satisfied with something. So when you eat a, a, a bite of a chocolate chip cookie or cake or French fries, you release these, all this dopamine in your brain, and that says to you, man, I love this experience. I'm going to remember what brought me that experience. So what happens is when you see uh, a chocolate chip cookie or smell it or think about it, you start releasing more of that dopamine. And that then says to your brain, let me go and get whatever it is to satisfy that, that craving. And so the beauty of it is that uh, the, the effect is simply 15 to 20 minutes. Cravings will only last 
15 to 20 minutes if you don't give in to them. So if you can outlast the craving, and I give you steps in the book on how you can do that, then you won't go for it. However, if you do uh, give in to a craving, you got to give in to it correctly. So in the book, I list all these swaps. If your craving salty, eat this. Sweet, eat this. Serve, savory, eat this. So, for example, let's say you, you're craving salty and sweet. Then, you know, some cubed watermelon with some feta cheese is a great solution to that. Let's say it's just sweet. Uh, then I take you through some chocolate-covered strawberries or bananas, which you can fix yourself. So I, I think that people have to understand craving and hunger are two different things, and if you can outlast the craving, you'll win, or if you're going to give in to your craving, let's give in to it the right way rather than reach for a lot of processed ingredients. Mind Over Weight is the book. Dr. Ian Smith, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. You talk about reducing stress, getting sleep. Um, these are just common sense things that every day we should be doing anyway. But how do they play into cravings with a lack of sleep and, and having more stress? Yeah, I think that what happens is that when we get stressed out, whether, you know, a lot of people are stressed out now given what's going on in the, in the world mm -hmm. in the pandemic, but I think that when people get stressed out, they automatically start thinking about ways to relieve their stress. And one of the ways, the easiest ways to relieve stress for a lot of people is food. So you think about, you know, real great comfort food, high calorie, high sugar, kind of high-fat foods, in your mind you say, oh, I would love to have a bite of X. And what happens is just that thought starts releasing all that dopamine in your brain, and that leads you to go actually seek out whatever it is you think that's going to relieve it. So, you know, it's extremely important about, about how you handle your stress. And in the book, I talk about different ways to handle your stress. I also talk about the importance of sleep, where you're not just your stress, but also your immune system is extremely important. One of the best ways to boost your immune system is to get sleep. So all these things are covered, and I think that people, when they put that into the practice, they're going to see a big difference. Dr. Ian Smith joining us, Jason Walker Show. You also mentioned how you should control your environment, and whether that's, you know, you living alone or, or helping yourself, but also family members or roommates telling them, like, look, here's the deal. I need your help. Let's keep this food out of the house. How do you approach friends and family with that? With that? Yeah, you know, it can be a difficult conversation. Obviously, um, sometimes you're in it alone. You're trying to lose weight or do better, and you may be living with roommates or a loved one, a partner, who actually is on a different agenda. It can be a difficult conversation, but it's a conversation you have to have because all the studies show that people who are in our close circle are extremely influential, not just on our minds, but also on our behaviors. So having that conversation, listen, and it's, by the way, the way to have it is not to be negative or, you know, to be accusatory, but to say, listen, I'm in this. Kind of a, it's going to be a struggle for me. I, the best help you can give me is X, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so make it seem like it's a team approach, you know what I mean? But you mentioned about, you know, controlling your environment. You know, since we're in our controlled environment, I actually put up on my Instagram page a, a free two-week meal plan that people can follow because this is a great time to be able to eat the foods that you want to eat. So if they go to my Instagram page, at Dr. Ian Smith, spell the doctor out, I-A-N Smith, they'll see my two-week shelter-in-place plan they can follow at home. Oh, I like that a lot. Dr. Ian Smith, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. All right, so you can get outside. We can go do, you know, we can go for a walk. We can go golfing in some places, especially here in Montana. Uh, what other types of things can we do to reduce our stress, um, whether it's, you know, with a, a wife and kid at home or working from home and, and you don't have everything that you need? Yeah, you know, meditation is amazing. Uh, people, people think meditation has to be this kind of, this Eastern kind of, you got to have, you know, candles and, no, meditation is just spending, you know, 10 minutes in a, in a place where you don't feel distracted, where you can actually focus on your thoughts, focus on your breathing. So in the book, I take you through different types of meditation you can do anywhere you want at any time of the day. Also, making sure you're engaged. I mean, be, being physically active and mentally active, whether it's reading or writing, uh, whether it's listening to great music, I mean, the more you occupy yourself, of the better you are. In the book, I give you all these different things. Work on a hobby. How many times have people said, I want to do X. I want to play, learn how to play the guitar, play the piano. Here you go. Yep, perfect time. Uh, the book is Mind Over Weight, and it is uh, written by Dr. Ian Smith, a guest here on the Jason Walker Show. Hey, next time you get to Montana, man, look me up. Let's have some fun, and uh, we'll show you even better parts of, uh, of the state. Hey, man, you got a deal. I love Montana. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks, sir. That uh, was uh, Dr. Ian Smith, and he joined us uh, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Mind Overweight is the book, and uh, 
There you go. A lot of great information on that. And uh, we had a great week of guests. Great day of guests. Just forget the week. We had a great day. Next week's looking even even good, too. Hey, uh, let's uh, do On This Day in History, brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Today is April the 24th, National Pigs in a Blanket Day. It is uh, National Arbor Day, Hairball Awareness Day, and I don't think they mean um, hair bands from the 80s. It is also Teach Children to Save Day. On this date in 1901, the Chicago White Stockings win against the Cleveland Blues, the first game played in the American League. 1963, the Celtics beat the Lakers in the 17th NBA Championship. 1965, New York Met manager Casey Stengel won his 3,000th game as a manager. 1978, Nolan Ryan with the Angels struck out 15 Mariners, the 20th time that he had done that at that point in a game. Uh, 1981, Bill Schumacher won his 8,000th race, the jockey. That's 2,000 more than any other jockey at the time. David Robinson scored 71 on this date in 1994. And also in 1994, New York Rangers swept the New York Islanders in the NHL playoffs. And happy birthday today, 1972, Atlanta Braves slugger Chipper Jones was born in Florida. All right, so we're going to try something new. By the way, on this day, brought to you by our friends at the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. In fact, I think that's where we're going to dinner tonight. We did Cafe Zydeco recently, and dinner's done right. But uh, also... um, we have some great sponsors. So support our sponsors this weekend. Cafe Zydeco, Mother Load, Dinner's Done Right. And if you have not yet become a member at Green Meadow Country Club, you should because they have to go, and then you can golf. All right? Uh, go out and tell them you heard it on the Jason Walker Show. All right, let's do uh, something new on the show. It's uh, Merrick Parnell. He's the uh, activities director at Power High uh, just outside Great Falls, and uh, he's, he's, he does, he's a huge movie buff. So we thought, hey, let's put something together for our viewing audience and our listeners. You're quarantined, you're staying at home, you're doing, you're bored. Well, here's some movies, sports movies, and it's Merrick's Movie Review. This is Merrick Parnell with Merrick at the Movies, running down my top recommendation for hockey flicks. Mystery Alaska, the 1999 film starring Russell Crowe, takes place in Alaska where a small-town pond hockey team gets a chance to play the New York Rangers. In the 2011 film Goon, based on a true story, Sean William Scott plays Doug the Thug Glatt, who goes from bar bouncer to minor league hockey enforcer. And The Mighty Ducks, a classic 1992 movie, stars Emilio Estevez as he plays Gordon Bombay, who goes from elite lawyer to coach of the Misfit District 5 Ducks. Next is a film chronicling one of the most important moments in hockey history. That's the 1980 USA Men's Olympic Hockey Team's upset of the Soviet Union in the movie The Miracle. And last but not least, we have Slapshot, the classic and iconic 1977 film starring Paul Newman as he plays the player coach of the Charlestown Chiefs. The Chiefs are cellar dwellers in their division until they are joined by the three Hanson brothers who down the foil and wreak havoc. This has been Merrick Parnell with Merrick at the Movies. Make sure to follow us on our social media accounts, Instagram at Merrick Movies, and Facebook and YouTube, Merrick at the Movies. We'll see you at the cinema. Or in this case, you're quarantined. Uh, thanks, Merrick. And uh, well, maybe next week we'll get his uh, uh, basketball, baseball, football movie. We'll do something because you're not going to be able to just completely get out and about yet. So thanks, Merrick. Appreciate that. He is the uh, activities director up at uh, Power High School. All right, uh, let's uh, get to this. Boom. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, great week. Great week. Troy Ross and Wes Ross started the week with us. Jamie Pickens. Coming back home, Flint Rasmussen on his way to Oklahoma. Got the PBR and Guthrie, Ride Pass, and CBS Sports Network. 
Evie Pomporis, former Secret Service agent, Scala Miner, Kareth Burke, Mark Ader, Mark Beckman, Keith Law, Bob Valvano, Dr. Ian Smith. Thank you. Next week, Kirk McKnight, author, joins us. He's written books, uh, Voices of Hockey and Voices of Baseball. Uh, Nick McCarville will join us, talk some tennis. And Lindsay Barra, Yogi's granddaughter, will join us next Wednesday. Brittany Jackson, University of Tennessee player, will join us back in the day she was. Um, she's awesome. She'll join us next week. And Dr. Scott Morton from the University of Missouri, former Bobcat of Montana State. We'll see you next week. Jason Walker Show. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.